You know, Jackie, I can't wait to read a book that has more than one review on it for the review section at the end of the episode that we never get to do. What, it has two reviews? This one has one. No, I mean, you're excited for the ones that have two reviews. I, more than two would be nice. Like 80? Yeah. Yeah, but the ones that have that many reviews are usually like $4 instead that's, of $2. That's a two. That, that's a 100% increase in spending. I don't know if we can do that. Hopefully it'll be 100% increase in quality. Ooh. Ooh, indeed. And warning. If explicit sexual content and adult language are not your thing, this is a review podcast for erotica by people who work in an erotica library i don't think this is the place for you my man you have made some iffy choices getting here uh i don't even know how you found us to be quite frank we are not easy to search right now but yeah um erotica language we talk about things a lot so yeah warning you have been forewarned if you sue me you're an idiot Welcome, dear patron, back to the Red Light Library. This is Jackie. Hi, Jackie. I was actually going to let you say hi first, so that's great. (laughs) (laughs) She's more confident. I'm breaking down the walls here. I'm Head Librarian Gavin, joined with the ever-wonderful Head Librarian Jackie. Today, we're going to be talking about our first not-straight book, which is awesome. When I started this show, one of my pitches to Jackie was, I want to make a podcast that isn't just some straight white guys talking about shit, and now we're not talking about straight white guys buning for once. So what are we talking about today, Jackie? Today we are doing an April Fool's Day erotica. Um, There's there's a twist. It's called April's Fool. Which kind of gives it off right off the bat. Yeah, it, it kind of does. I um, will say, nicest looking cover of nice any of the things cover. we've done. It's by uh, Feladio Jones. Felatio. Feladio. It's Felatio. It's Feladio. It's a blowjob joke. It's Feladio. Okay, it's Feladio. It's Italian. It's, <laughs> it's fragile. And, um... This book is I, longer than Bound to the Mast, it feels like. It's not uh, chopped... Actually, no, it's not. It's not chopped up into chapters, for sure. Yeah, it it kind of all runs together. Um, It's not the best written as far as grammar goes. Let's go ahead and talk about that right off the bat, because it's going to be the dark horse, or the the, the elephant in the room if we don't do this now. It's not well written. It's Yeah, Feladio doesn't do the best (laughs) job. Um, I agreed to this bit thinking I could do it for a while, but... (laughs) You ruined it. I was good. Anyway, um, not the best uh, at grammar. There were several, and it might not be, like, that she's not, like, the best at There could have been a proofreading But, yeah, there needs to be more more editing and proofreading. Which I can can understand as someone who has toyed with the idea of writing something of this length and putting it on the Kindle single marketplace... It's tempting to just write it, get it done, and then post it and be done with it. You just want to do it. Really quick, uh, I think you should do that. I've, and then we could um, I've been talking it. about it for years. I'll never finish it. We could review it on the podcast. It could be a special. <laughs> so. Anyway. Let's talk about audio. a protagonist real quick. Um, we got Greg here. Greg uh, is... 
He's escaping the heat of the unseasonably hot April morning. Now, I'm just gonna reach over here to my computer. Uh, we're just gonna... Where's my search bar? Right there. Ask and Jeeves. in the book, it is Let me just ask first. Jeeves here weather in Las Vegas. Okay, so it... 76 degrees right now. At so 6 let's... p.m. in March. March, the end of March. Um, so what was it earlier today? Um, earlier it was in the morning. Tomorrow's high is going to be seventy three. So it's actually on a it's seventy seven on Sunday. Oh okay, shit! So I gave we'll it away. We're like... recording on a Friday. Basically, it's fucking hot in the desert, yeah, and this is unseasonably warm. Degrees. Is the it's building on fire? Right now? <laughs> like I'm no, not, no, in Vegas, so. just oh, it's unseasonably hot. I think I genuinely worry, Jackie, that the library's on fire. Um, it wouldn't be that big of a deal. Nobody even comes here. The city council will not give us the funding to rebuild, trust me. Yeah, but we have insurance. You, you took out insurance on the building? You have to have insurance. I don't. You don't. I didn't You are do a librarian. It. You don't own the place. Well, I mean. Wait, who owns this place? Dear Meatbags listening to this program, would you like a second weekly podcast recorded here in the Red Light Library and support the show for less than the price of a cup of coffee? Check us out on patreon.com forward slash red light library, where for $3 a month you get access to our new Friday show in which Gavin and Jackie play erotic text adventures in the computer lab, such as in the following clip. As your faces separate, a taut cable of saliva tethers the two of you together until it thins and snaps. Did you see that? It was a perfect parabola, increasing in curvature with time. But of course it would do that. The string was under the force of gravity, after all. You quizzically look at her. Are you imagining your old self now? No, I don't think so, but I saw the curve and I remembered its mathematics. I also remember kissing before as well, but I don't think that I've ever enjoyed it as much. <laughs> Feel her tits. You glide your hand down Stephanie's sternum, only your feather tits. touching her skin. Both hands move around her breasts. She exhales sharply, holding her air until her body forces her to release it. <clears throat> the memories of a female are for producing milk, for feeding infants. I know that. I always knew that. But did I ever know that they could induce such a titillating response to the tactile sensation? That was a clip from the third episode of their playthrough of Stacked Justice. You can hear part one on this feed today and if you pledge on Patreon you'll be the first to hear new episodes every Friday. Unless Gavin dies or just forgets, in which case it'll come out in however long it takes Jackie to teach herself how to edit audio. Peace, bitches. So Philadio is, um, actually, I'm sorry, Greg is, um, in this bar, he has lost his job, whatever job that was, we're not sure what it was, um, he's, he's talking to Ron, the bartender, he's totally broke, like, he's got, like, five Very. bucks to his name right now, mm -hmm. in walks a beautiful woman who recognizes him, but he does not recognize her, yeah, um, and then we get some maybe foreshadowing, maybe? Yeah, then he 
kind of mentions some things, thinks about some things from his past. Um, Greg thinks about his string of bad luck, and he thinks it started. The only thing that came to his mind was how he betrayed his best friend, Adam, during the freshman year of high school. I wonder right. how that'll come back. It's weird. Anyway. So this woman's talking to him, April. Um, she's talking to him. She says, you know, you're a good looking guy. You seem down on your luck. Um, how about you come and do some porn demos with me? And we not can... with me. Not with she's me, like but for me. She's like a manager. Yeah, she's a manager. Um, just come do some, some demos for me and we'll get you paid and get you some money. And this April chick is super hot. And she's very, very attractive. Actually, where where is her description real quick? I didn't make a note of how... There stood a... F- okay, I'm just... I'm going to read this as written. I'm not trying to be a dick, but just I want to point out how easy it would have been to fix this. There stood a fashionable dress woman with shoulder-length black hair as dark as a raven's wing. We got a little George R. R. Martin there at the end, but there stood a fashionable dress woman, Jackie. <laughs> I wonder what a dress woman is. Dress woman. It's like a, a Tonight woman on ABC. doesn't have a body, it's just a dress. Her eyes were so blue that they would make the sky hid behind the clouds because they could not compare. Why? Why are you doing this to me, phone? Turn it off silent. I'm turning to... Silent your phone. We are in a library. <laughs> what is wrong with you? Says the woman with a flask underneath the counter. Uh, it's not a flask. It's a thermos. Full of vodka. It's a clear substance? I'm not going to say it's vodka. <laughs> it's clear. It's odorless. It's not your problem. Uh, Greg watched as her puffy red lips began to form a smile. And I wouldn't describe someone's lips as puffy, puffy. if I thought that they were attractive. Yeah. Because, like... Puffy kind of makes you feel like, yeah, she's allergic to something, or she's been stung by a bee, or... See, I don't even think this is a case of, you know, we've talked about when men write erotica and when women write erotica, what, like, when they try to appeal to the, uh, to a sexual preference that isn't their own, sometimes it feels weird. I think no matter who you're gonna fuck anywhere, describing lips as puffy is just... It sounds more like an allergy... I feel like this might be Philadio's first. Yeah. Which, Erotica. keep trying. I mean, I'm not saying quit no, right yeah. now. I mean, but it's not Just it's not do bad. some it's editing, just, my man. Yeah, exactly. It's not bad. It just needs some proofreading, a little bit of editing. Because the, the mistakes in the spelling takes away from the story. It, it, it distracts you. But they're all easy to on. fix. But they're all very easy to fix. Yes. And I'm not even being like getting really into it because no. I am not an English major. <laughs> I am not, me. you know, an editor of any sort. I just like to read. And when I see things that are really easy mistakes to fix, then it kind of mm-hmm. distracts me. And then I get, you know, sidetracked away from the story. So we've got uh, April proposing porn to yes. Greg. Now it's not not straight porn. That's the that's the thing. I'm gonna be honest with you, Greg. Like I said, it's not for everyone. The type of porn we supply actors for include many topics. That was all one sentence. Femdong, pe- <laughs> not femdong. Do you need, do you need me to read? No, I got it. 
femdom, pegging, BDSM, gay, bi, and transvestites are some of the bigger ones to name a few, April said, sensing she had lost him as the words came out of her mouth. Would you read this next highlight section for me? You're a little behind. Yeah, I'm a little behind. Where are you? Uh, there it is. That Greg one? stated. Oh. Greg started to hand the business card back to April. I am sorry, but I am not gay, and I am not into any of that. I am real human laughter. <laughs> this guy has this guy has as much personable like feeling to him as Hillary Clinton on the campaign trail. Just <laughs> I am what? sorry, but I am not gay, and I am not into any of that. Just here, chilling in Cedar Rapids. So his <laughs> So Greg's she goes, Look, I know you're not gay, but that's why it's called acting, you know, just suck it up buttercup basically. His response or no, she brings up, you know, you've seen guys kissing movies that aren't gay, it's the same thing, and he goes, Yeah, but a little kiss and getting plowed in the ass are two different things. He said, he said shaking, shaking his, his head. head. No, 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 no. Not in this butt. <laughs> Not in this butt. So she walks out, disappointed. He talks to Ron. So he asks Ron, like, oh, have, do you know of any male models who fake it? And Ron's like, yeah, a <laughs> lot, surprisingly, for this plot. <laughs> and that convinces Greg, eh, you know, fuck it, literally. Fuck it. Yeah, let's do this. He so he signs he's up. Gonna, he's gonna do the demos. He's gonna do the porn demos. He goes to wherever. Um, he goes yeah, to wherever really to meet sure. with it's April. Ups, well, upscale no, club. No, 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 no. He goes to a an office that has like a little old lady secretary and like, um, all that. And he meets with April there, and then they go to That's right. the bar, Flamer. Flamer or flaming? It's something like that. Which is a gay bar. And then they that's where he meets these two women that he's going to be doing this demo with. Oh, and they are... Oh, and by the way, are. I found it. It's supposed to be flamers, but it's spelled F-L-A-M-M-E-R-S. So it's flamers. Oh. <laughs> okay, so it's supposed to be flamers. Yeah. And he meets these two women who are who are hot. Fucking sexy. Sexy. But we're not talking about, like, their nether regions at all. That's totally not going to be a twist. I hope you don't mind the atmosphere. I hate going to regular places and always being hit on, April said, hoping to ease Greg's mind about being in a gay club. No worries. I gave up on that homophobic shit after high school, Greg admitted as his mind went back. To thinking about his childhood friend Adam for the second time today. Hmm. What could this mean? Guilty. So they get to working. So then they go uh, to this upscale nice house where they're going to start filming the demo. Yep. And then they start. He signs all of his. his, Actually, he doesn't. That's the smart thing. Greg doesn't sign shit until after they film it with the idea being. He has to watch the edit of the demo reel before he signs off on it. Oh, right, yeah. So she doesn't have rights to anything. But he has to sign before he gets paid. He does. 
A thousand dollars. I mean, that's a lot of money. It is a lot of money. They so get they... a round of shots. They leave. There's a couch, because of course there's a couch. <laughs> Have you ever been with a man before? April asked, unable to be seen by the camera. No, Greg honestly answered. Have you ever thought about it? No, Greg said, starting to get nervous as to where this questioning was going. Would you be willing to, willing to what, be with a man? Greg paused to think for a moment before giving his answer. It all came down to this. Even though he knew that he was about to have sex with, there's no hyphen coming up, two hot-ass women. <laughs> ass women. So we've got a dress woman and a hot-ass women. Hot-ass women. The question made him nervous. So I just... guess their butts are on fire? Or... <laughs> that booty got you like... <laughs> he's pretty much accepted the idea he's going to get buned by a strap-on. Uh, the sexy ladies start to... One gives him a blowjob for a little bit. Uh, then... And then he starts giving the, the strap-on a blowjob. Blow and then... Really? They move. Oh wait, no, because they put the lube on his butthole first. The, and yeah, it, she sticks she... her fingers in his butt. Hang on. The answer to Greg's questions about what was in the bag was revealed when he felt the cold dampness of wet lube being smeared around his ass. Instinctively, his rectum began to tighten against the strange feeling, despite Kara's pleas for him to relax. <laughs> Okay, don't do that ever again. <laughs> ever. Um, then her she starts fingering his virgin ass, traveling deeper into his untouched territory. These are the voyages of the Starship Enterprise. <laughs> yes. He winced when he felt the... Oh, so they give him a butt plug. Would you read this quote I highlighted? This one right yeah, here, the Greg yellow one. winced when he felt the wide device enter his backside, causing him to break away from Lexi's breast. The <laughs> wide device. Sounds like a semi with a permit. <laughs> Better back up, we've got a wide device here. She left the foreign object in his stretched out ass. So stretched. Your loose asshole is still loose. loose. Your loose asshole is loose. <laughs> Play. That's from one of those games. That's that from one of those games we'll never play on the show. No, because it was too much. <laughs> His eyes began to whiten as he noticed the reason for the buckle on her panties. There she stood topless with a six-inch black strap on pointing directly at him. Boing. Boing. He, um... Then, she start then he starts sucking yeah. it. Yeah. And then he feels the butt plug being pulled out, only to be replaced by what he assumed to be Kara's fake dick. It felt much bigger in his ass than it did in his mouth, but she was gentle with him, giving him time to adjust. Uh, then Lexi, the other girl, starts to take her panties all the way off, and oh shit, we got a goodbye horses going on here. No, she's like massaging herself, and then he pulls down her panties, and that's when he realizes... And uh, exposing instead. that it was not her vagina that she was massaging. Instead, it was her dick tucked between her legs that she was now releasing for Greg to see. Which is why that's the goodbye horses. Looking away towards Kara or Kara? I think it's Kara. Kara, he was greeted with a smile as she held the strap on in her hand. 
Greg could only assume that she was also transgender and that was a real cock in his ass. And I, I full- love the image of her holding <laughs> the strap yeah. on being like, yeah, gotcha. Look at this motherfucker. <laughs> I love that. You know, he's an anal virgin, so I'll, I'll let it slide. But the difference between plastic and flesh? Right. A little different. It's a little different. Yeah. And <clears throat> I feel like... I don't, I'm just, I'm not sure. I, I feel like he would have known that. He then sucks off Lexi while being fucked by Kara. Kara, quote, pleasurably punished his ass. I just love this. Now, there is some, you know, inherent editing that needs to be done here, but stuff like Kara, what, what is it? Greg moaned on Lexi's now fully erect cock as Kara pleasurably punished his ass. Yep, that's a good line. Uh, probably could have worked a pucker in there, but who cares? You know, I actually, like, I do like this story. It is fun to read. He it rolls is, with it. He has... He does roll with it. He, he breaks he his social conditioning. he enjoys it. Yes, and he finds that he enjoys it. And it's something new for him. And I do enjoy the story. I like that April... Well, I don't want to... Well, we're, about, we're almost there. I like so, who April is. I like what the story is about. Um, so he he finishes and it flies like up to his chin because he's having a good time. It's got all over his and chest he, and his chin. He gets his face painted by Lexi, uh, mm-hmm. and then he goes to watch the edit and he sits down and she asks how he's doing and he goes a little sore to be honest. <laughs> a little sore. Uh, so this character whose name is you know it starts with an A. It's not relevant at all. Um, Greg, as he watches the video of him getting fucked six ways from Sunday, feels bad about what he did to his old best friend, Adam. Uh, April is like, what are you thinking about? And he, Greg says, back in high school, I caught my best friend staring at my dick in the shower one day after football practice. And for some reason, I thought it'd be funny to tell everyone about it. Well, you know how cruel kids can be. Basically, he told he outed Adam, which is like the worst thing he could do, especially since it's a football team. So it leads me to think Mid America, which makes me think Stonewall. <laughs> I mean, other places have football though. Yeah, but I mean, it's this book. <laughs> we're, we're not thinking. We're thinking broad strokes here. I think. Basically. He outed a guy early, and that is, like, the worst thing you can do. Uh, and he moved away. Never saw him again. Adam moved away. Adam moved away. And because then, he was being bullied and tormented. Well, this leads Greg to say he regrets doing it. He feels super bad about it. Uh, meanwhile, quote, you April... Know, what? I wanted to read the part where April oh, read says, it. you know... Um, you know, Greg, when I stumbled upon you in that bar, I thought fate was shining down on me. And when you took me up on my offer, it was as if years of anguish and anger were about to be washed away. I was going to make copies of your audition and send them to everyone on our football team to see what a cockhound you had become. April said before Greg cut her off. What the fuck? That's when no. Greg finally realizes that it's Adam. What the fuck? There was nothing in the story to indicate that. April is who he used to know from high school. Wait, wait, wait. wait. That means Greg is April's fool. Greg is April's fool. Shut it it down. Shut it all down. We're done. We don't need any more stories. This one aced it. Right. And then um, 
the story ends with Greg giving April a blowjob. Greg smiled, lowering his head, taking her into his mouth, and began thinking about what he had learned today. First off, he discovered that he was truly a slut for cock, and at least if it was had a nice set of tits to go along with it. The second thing he learned was to be careful about teasing people for being different, because it might just fuck you in the end. Uh... Jump in the air, freeze frame. <laughs> We're gonna make it after all. But yeah, so I did like this. Um, I quite liked it too. I liked it. It's a little rough. Um, I like that it's about revenge. Yeah. It, it, like I said, there's a lot of sex stories out there that have like that yoink right at the end. But in this case, it's it it's, it's not mean-spirited. That's well, it true, is mean but spirit, it is it, it is an obvious uh, it is obvious. Like I, you see it coming. I literally the second that we met April, I was like, oh, April is Obviously. his old friend. You know, Obs. like yeah. So that's that's very obvious, and I think that was the second or third page. Yeah. Um, there are some minor spelling and grammar errors that become very distracting because there's so many of them. And it kind of takes away from the story, but it is a fun read. Especially for a dollar. Especially for a dollar. Ninety-nine. A dollar ninety-nine? I think it's a dollar ninety-nine. So it's two dollars? I think it's two dollars. So it's two dollars. It's two dollars. And also if you want to charge that. Do I need to? Oh, your battery thingy just popped up. Yeah, but am I going to use it? Might use it for stack justice. So, I think we both enjoyed that one. If you want to check out April's Fool by Felatio Jones, Jones yourself, head over to Amazon. That's where I found it. It might be available elsewhere, but Amazon. Uh, Felatio Jones is the Felatio. author. Spelt like the blowjob word, Felatio. Felatio Jones. Felatio Jones. The one review is basically someone leaving a one-star review saying it's poorly written and not worth reading but i think it's a fun little april fool's day thing to read thank you so much everyone for listening jackie what's your job here what i need i'm doing the outro i'm trying to let you go first what's my job here that's just oh i'm, I'm the head librarian <laughs> i'm head librarian i'm a head librarian jackie and i'm head librarian gavin we will see you guys next time also, if you want to support the show, head on over to patreon.com forward slash red light library where you can start listening to our brand new show. We have it's a kicking. It's kicking. We have a weekly show called Lab Experiments in which Jackie and I lock the place up, sneak down to the computer lab, and play. We do not watch porn. We do not watch porn. We play porn. We play porn. We play porn. We play erotica text adventure games, and it is awesome and stupid and weird. Horrible. You can hear the first episode in this feed. We uploaded it last week, actually. Uh, you can check out episode one. Uh, we play Stacked Justice by Bean Bean. It's pretty awesome. Part two, Stacked Justice, can be found on our Patreon page uh, for all donors $3 and above per month. And if you want to get on that, you can. It will be released weekly on Fridays. Well, I think that about does it. Thank you guys so much for listening, and thank you so much for supporting us. Uh, we've really uh, loved everything you guys have said and done so far. It is awesome. With that, I'm going to... I think I'm still clocked out for lunch, so I'm going to go actually have lunch now. Uh, I'll leave you at the desk. Okay. <laughs>